Hello and welcome to Life on 10. Hello, Life on 10 family and friends. It is Angela and my lovely co-host, Vanessa. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Okay, so I have no idea what month this is. <laughs> However, you probably can kind of tell um, from the topic that we're going to talk about today. Special request from Dr. Vanessa Walker. Our topic today is the cultural phenomenon, Barbie, the Barbie movie. The Barbie movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> the movie that is lovable for some people. And, hate like, this movie is for some people like, oh, my God, this is the best movie ever made in the history of the world to other people of, like, this movie is garbage and it's trying to destroy humanity. Oh, my like, God. Like, literally, there are people on both sides of this camp. Seriously? Yes. Okay, Angela, where have you been? I, what rock have you been hiding under so that you don't know the this? thing, and I'm going to feel so, like, educated and above. <laughs> I was over there looking at Oppenheimer. Sorry. Oh, oh <laughs> I get it. Barbie get was it. beneath me. Totally <laughs> beneath you. No, okay, I get it because when it first came out, I was like, who the hell wants to see a Barbie movie? Like, yeah, I played with Barbies, whatever, but sure, I, we all I, yeah, I was like, really? And then I was like, well, I'll take Selma because it's a kid's movie. Okay. That's what I thought. It's a kid's movie. She'll want to She'll want to see Barbie. Right. Um, and then I started getting, like, hearing more people and then I, it, like, people getting mad. The conservatives on the right, like, oh. started saying. What? what that, oh, say? they were, they lost their minds. They were Why? saying that this movie is a full-on attack on society, that it is an ultra-feminist movie, that it is, um, it, 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 that was, like, they've lost their minds. Like, some places are, like, boycotting it. Oh, oh Angela, lost their minds over this movie. Oh, my, right? I have been So then when I read rock. that, I was like, okay, well, I definitely have to see it now because right. if people are losing their minds, I got to go see it. So what did I do? I took me, myself, I took <laughs> Selma, and I took my parents, and we all went to see it. Okay. Okay. I love it. And this movie, I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want to give you my reaction in the movie, or if I want to give you, hear your reaction. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm just loving that you took your parents. I did. Because our previous episode talks about generations. Yes. So to see the, the hear the perspective from their generation yes. to yours and then to Thomas. Okay. That's amazing. So, Go ahead. Th th so then what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to tell you I, I did think it was phenomenal. Okay. And the reason why is because I don't think as a, I'm just talking about just as a woman. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have ever felt more seen. Um. <clears throat> Literally. That was how I felt. And I'm going to read the part that made me feel you seen. You do that. Okay. Go ahead. And so I am not America Ferreira, everybody. Okay. <laughs> I am not a fabulous stage actress, but I'm going to read the speech that she gives, the monologue that she gives. Yes. Um, and, and the, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do any like spoilers on this movie. Um, you have to see it. I really think it's fabulous. But just as a woman... Listening to this, I just if, tell me if it resonates with you, Angela. Go I, ahead. I know. So, I saw the movie. Okay. Go ahead. So, it is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin, 
You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll, just representing women, then I don't even know. Mm. Like when that speech happened, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you cry. I am bawling the wow. entire time that that speech is happening, sense. right? Wow. Then I look over at my daughter who turns and looks at me and starts laughing at me. Ah, mama, you're, you're crying because she has not been, she has not experienced this yet. Mm-hmm. She's nine. Mm-hmm. She hasn't experienced the, I'm too, you know, I get called, I'm too bitchy or I'm aggressive when in reality I would be assertive. Right. Um, she hasn't had to deal with the thinness stuff. She's fortunately too young for that. It hasn't hit her yet, at least. Mm-hmm. She hasn't fortunately ever thought about wearing too much makeup or showing too much cleavage and tempting somebody to rape her. Right. Like these are all the things <clears throat> that our, my daughter hasn't thought of yet. So she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, mom, why are you crying? Right. And then- I turned and looked at my mother who was doing the exact same thing. Crying. Crying. So I knew that it was cross, it resonated with Mm -hmm. not just me as a millennial, Mm -hmm. it resonated with my mother who's a boomer Mm -hmm. and it went right over the head of my gen alpha baby girl because she hasn't been beat down yet. Wow. So that was, that was for me what it was like some of the scenes in the movies that were in particular was when Ken shows up and started getting like some respect for just being a man uh-huh, and he's sitting uh-huh. there going like that they they miss you know that when you see the, the all the businessmen standing yes, together yes, yes. and the woman comes up to do something and they just put their hand in her face right to just shut her up right and she just takes it and Ken copies the move he puts his hand up like Oh, that's, that's what it. you do, right? Yeah. When he starts, and then the whole patriarchy thing, and he's like, this is great, <laughs> right? That to me was just, it was phenomenal that they lived in a world where the patriarchy didn't exist. Now, was it a perfect world? No, because men shouldn't be subjugated. Men shouldn't be, so I, I see that. But yes. they literally turned yeah. the world on its head. In, that's what in, the movie in, was. In, yes, in the movie, in like, Barbie, they, yes, yeah, Barbie, yeah, Land Barbie Land right. was America- <clears throat> For women. Yes. It's just, we just yeah. turned the patriarchy. It became a matriarchy. Yes, it was. Yeah. Barbie land. That's, so that's why I loved it so much. It's understandable. <clears throat> May I ask, what did your dad? He, my, my dad loved it. He did. He thought it was great. And, and you know why? Because I've had conversations with him mm-hmm. when I've come home from work or done various things, and I've told him about some of the experiences that I've had. Mm. And he looks at it from the 
father yes. of a strong woman. Yeah. You know, and so he is so incredibly proud of me and everything I've done mm-hmm. that he takes it as an affront. When somebody messes with his baby girl, right? You're messing with daddy. Yes. And he sees it that way. So if anybody gives me any shit, mm-hmm. like that's, so he's feeling it and, and he's seeing it. He's seeing my, through my experiences as I've moved into leadership or I've done things, just becoming a female physician, we've talked about yes. it. It's really yeah. challenging. Right. As he's seen me go through that role and had people like report me to the hospital because I didn't see a patient when I'd seen them all week, but they didn't think the doctor ever saw them because I'm a female and they just couldn't imagine I was the doctor, right? He's seen that happen to me. And so he gets it. He believes it. And it was, he, he really truly, he, like, he was just as excited about that movie after we were done watching it. Um, Probably not as much as my mom and I were, but (laughs) my mom and I were all about it. Yeah. I um okay, so here here I go, audience, and it's okay, I, Angela. I, I'll forgive you. You don't no, love it. It's okay. <laughs> um, I did not want to go see this movie <laughs> because I, in my mind, I had already judged the movie. Yeah, that this was going to be a male bashing movie. Got it. I already knew it. I was like, I'm not. I had no interest in it. Yeah. I mean, I play with Barbies. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. I play with Barbies. And then they didn't have black Barbies back then. So my Barbie was blonde hair yeah. and the whole deal. And I had Ken as well. Yeah. I never wanted to be Barbie, though. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking about that today on my way over. I was like, I never wanted to be Barbie, like physically be Barbie. Yeah, I never wanted to physically be Barbie I, either. Yeah. Like that was, just, that didn't yeah. transfer over for me. Yeah. So, so thankfully for that. But anyway, I did make an assumption that the movie was going to be male bashing, so I didn't want to see it. So, but when Vanessa said, okay, I want to talk about Barbie and the Barbie movie, and I said, well, I've never seen the movie. So today, um, audience, I pay $24 <laughs> on Amazon to look at this movie. Um, but it's research. That's what I said. It's research. Okay, it's research. Thank you so much. And here is what I'll say. I um I was not as disappointed as I thought I would be. <laughs> that is some high praise, Angela. It didn't suck as hard as I thought it would. Is basically what you said. There, there, and I and I left my notes in the car because I took notes while I was watching oh my this gosh. movie. I oh did. my gosh! I did. I so here is what here is this is what I my takeaway. There's a cup. There's a scene when she says, "This is what saved it," and then just yeah. like give me, I where I'm not giving it total rotten tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. two 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 statements where um, when she says, "I just want to be um, ordinary Barbie." Yeah, and when I when I heard that, I was like, "Okay, I can kind of be okay with that statement." Because what it's saying is, I don't, it's okay if I don't want to be the CEO. It's okay if I don't want to, you know, run yeah. the company. Yeah. And the reason why that statement stood out for me is because there are, it has been my experience, um, women that I have met that that feel like they can do all things me yeah go back and what I say 
and I coach some of these women, what I say is that, yeah, you can. You can do all things. Yeah. The question becomes, can you do all things well? Yeah. So, and then there's the pressure of, well, for the women who decide to stay home and raise their children, there's this also pressure and comparison. Yeah. Well, are you really doing anything? Yeah. Are you good enough? Are you like, you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're raising kids. Yeah. You should be able to do all things like yeah. me, like run the company yeah. and raise your kids, you know, and be a great lover. Yeah. There's this commercial and you probably won't remember it that when I was a little girl, it was a woman and she came, she was in the kitchen and she had her heels on and she had a frying pan and she sang this song. I can bring home the bacon. I can fry it up in a pan and never, ever, ever let you forget you're a man. That was wow. like, so, yes. Wow. Yes. I bet your mom will remember it. I bet she would. And that was women's lip. It was yeah. like, I want, you can't take this from me. You can't define me. I want to be in the corporate, you know, boardroom. And I also can be in the kitchen and I can be an amazing mother and I can be an amazing lover to my husband. I think that's a fabulous thought. Is it realistic? And what are you sacrificing? Yeah. Because it, there is just no way. Yeah. So there is just no way. So anyway, when she said that, I liked that statement. And then I also thought, mm, but she said ordinary. So you're still labeling the person that does not, that chooses the path of maybe I want to stay home and raise my kids. Maybe I'm fine with being the employee and not. Yeah the head person in charge. Yeah. Ordinary. They use yeah. the word ordinary. Yeah. So um, anyway, that was that one. And then it was another one. I can't remember it. Um, okay. Your speech. I listened very carefully because you told me that yeah. that was your speech. Yeah. One thing stood out for me is that she says you have to. All right. Yeah. A lot. I, this is just yeah. me, feel that, you have a choice. Yes. And when you when you say things like I you have to, you have to. No, it's a choice. You may believe that you have to because of the messages that you receive exactly. from society, yes. your environment. I listened very carefully to the speech. It did not move me the way it did you because when I was listening, I for me and this is my personality. I'm not going to bend to what you expect me to be. That's a that's an individual yeah. personality. Yeah. That has just been my personality all my life. Like if you ask anybody around my family, my friends, they were, they'll always say, no, she always, <laughs> if you told her to go left, she was always going to go right. <laughs> but and I not hear. Yeah. However, I hear you because I think of my mother when I was listening to the speech. Yeah. And if I was, the emotion would come up reflecting on her life. Yeah. And how she believes she had to show up for this world. Yeah. No, and I, so for me, not all parts of the speech were me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I've never once in my life worried that I was going to tempt a man it's not been a part of who I am, right? Like mm -hmm. I was always obese my whole life. I've never encompassed the body that I would ever worry that like I was going to overly, you know, 
so things like that. But I know women who have. Yeah. I when I was in college, I remember my seventeen year old roommate at the time. Like we mm. just, you know, she just turned eighteen, like a month and. We were driving in her car and like this truck driver was giving her just gross. And mm. I'm like, this is a kid, like an 18 year old girl. Oh. And she was already being sexualized, obviously, because she was just this beautiful Barbie doll, right. you know, 18 right. year old. <clears throat> so I remember watching her be hypersexualized and and just put up on a pedestal because of how beautiful she was. Mm-hmm. And when she wouldn't wear makeup, people would comment about it. Like, are you okay? Are you sick? And it's like, no, she looks beautiful. She just didn't put all the stuff on today, right? Yes, yes. So I imagine that. So I think what it was is this speech. I saw so many different women mm. in my life mm-hmm. because not all that encompasses me. Right. A lot of it did. Yeah. And I, but I, but I do feel a lot of that pressure from that, mm-hmm. especially the thin part. I have that yeah, clearly, of course, yeah. as somebody who's Let been fat, right? right? That really hits hard. Yes. Um, but then, you know, the, the boss part about that walking that fine line of not being too aggressive, not being too much of a pushover, mm-hmm. giving people their space so that you don't seem like you're taking over the room, but no man would ever worry about that ever. Right. So, so there were so many things in the speech that it just was like, uh, and I felt that America forever delivered it in such a way that to me had this like a sense of, of, it was almost a frenzy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. could feel she, she did such a good job at portraying that feeling of her being overwhelmed and beat down. She did. Right? So that she was did. another reason I think why. Yeah, the other part of the movie that I totally loved was when Barbie sat down on that bench next to that old woman. Uh, and she turns and looks at her and she says, you are so beautiful. And she says, I know it. <laughs> And, and, and the reason why that's so impressive is there were no old women in Barbie land. No. Barbies didn't age, right? Right. So they didn't know what an old woman looked like. They had not developed stereotypes of what women should look like. So now here she is seeing a woman at the end of her life without any societal notion that that is unattractive. And so yes. she saw her through just a lens of, that's something different. And I have no societal input on wow. me as to whether that looks good or bad. Yes. And she just said, yeah, it's so beautiful. And that really resonated with me too, yes. because how much money do we spend to look oh, young? You know that. Right? Yeah. We just, I mean, like I look in the mirror sometimes I'm like, oh shit, there's a new wrinkle, <laughs> but it's just going to happen. And I, you right. And then I'm going to look like that old woman on the bench, just if covering her wrinkles. Right. Right. Exactly. If we're lucky if we're to lucky live, long, to live long, enough. long enough. Yeah. 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 And, and, but she, but she was beautiful. I ne- I didn't catch that. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's profound. Yeah. That passed me. It well yeah, and, that's beautiful. and it, there there and so that's what I just I saw so many things in the movie that um and maybe it's because I went in there hearing so much about it that I really like I really tried to pick out all the th- all the I'll call them all the Easter eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the little things the that Greta Gerwig was throwing down. Right. She threw a lot of them down. She did. Right? There she were she, did. Uh, tons of a uh, tons of them. <laughs> she did. Um <clears throat> so I I also felt that Ken was like invisible in a way. I, I yeah. yeah. So for me it's it's the movie obviously is a reflection of her perception of yeah. the world and her experiences. I am just all about being very cautious, mindful, and aware of 
not putting one against the other. Yeah. And that's kind of why I didn't want to see it. Yeah. I think that we lose, all of us lose when we do this. Um, it's their fault. And it's kind of like, yeah, but there's two parties, you know, in the dance. And I think that it's important for us to acknowledge that and acknowledge that by blaming someone and not being open to conversation and and the willingness to um, be honest and have open conversation without just pure blame that no one wins because we're like Jalen said, we're on this planet together. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's really important to acknowledge, you know, yeah, there is definitely some growth and some changes that need to happen. And at the same time, we need to still treat each other with dignity and respect. Yeah. I just don't like the pitting each other against the other person. I just, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't think we win. Yeah. I, well, I, I think what, from what I gather Greta Gerwig was trying to do was she was trying to make, she, it was, she, it was hyperbole, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She created Barbie land, which is supposed to be the extreme version of patriarchy, right? So it's like, this is what it, and, and I think men were supposed to feel uncomfortable. Okay. And there's a reason for that. And it's because they don't usually feel uncomfortable. Okay. Because the world was truly created for white men. Mm-hmm. Like we just like, that's a fact. The world was created yeah. for them. Yeah. And it's continued to, there we're, we're making some inroads in a variety of ways. Yes. But it still is created and it continues to spin for them. And it, mm-hmm. and it, and that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And to me, this movie gave them a, that, you know, that, that feeling that they got when they watched it a little bit of being enraged, mm. like how could they treat Ken that way? Yes. Right. Okay. I'm sitting there going, yeah, how do you like it? <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. That's what I felt like. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. Because I want, I want you to sit on that and feel it for a little bit. Right. Because to me, it's, you know, uh, it, it's something that they will maybe have never felt. This is true. So that was this kind of the true. other way I, I okay. the, way that the, re, the other reason why I loved it so much <laughs> was because, and I think part of it, and I'm, and I don't want to speak for you, but because you and Jalen have already, you have an additional layer of complexity mm-hmm. in your experience. Right. That it's, it may not be like for me, this is my only thing, right? Yeah. I'm a white woman. And so the only thing I got going against me is that I'm a woman. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I <laughs> and love, you're yes. like, yeah, well, yeah. I got this and I got this <laughs> right. and I got, you right. know, right. It, oh, that's a good point. That and is. So, and so I think that could be that like Jalen's like, yeah, you know what? I'm a man, but I'm also in, in this box where I haven't been treated the way that I should be. And so he, he already feels it. He right. already felt what a lot of like what my, you know, what my father that, has yes. never felt before. Yeah. My dad has never felt that. Yeah, I right? think that you're right. I think that's a great point. And I and he he also watched the movie. He had some great points too. And that is one of the things he said. He was like, you know, I'm wondering if they realized that Ken was invisible in the, the yeah. whole movie. And he was. Like that was intentional. Like invisible. Yeah, yes, that was intentional. It was intentional. Yeah. It was int- he said something else and I can't remember about um 
you know, um, something like authority is like some group is an authority and then it flips over, but I can't remember anyway. Um, the statement, it was an interesting movie. I am not, um, unhappy that I saw it. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of knew what it was going to be about and it's necessary because she needed to drive a message home. Yeah. She needed to drive a message out. I did not know people were up in arms about it. I didn't know they took it that serious. It's a movie. Up in arms. Like you'll go on to TikTok and you'll see people like the super right wing conservative people just like losing their minds like Ben Shapiro and you know, like these other just, yeah, losing their minds about this movie. Wow. Wow. They've termed it hate speech against men. You name it. That's what this movie has been. And I'm like, hate speech against men? Really? And it, it. it wasn't hateful. It just showed them this is what happens when women take the role that men have had for so many years. Now you get to feel what it's like to be a woman. And that was that. That was, was her, the whole point. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the point, point of her movie. Of her the, movie. The, the purpose of is it. To, is to make you. And because I don't think she would sit there. I, I completely disagree with Barbie Land. Right? Because I want a place for my son. Yes. I want a place where my son is valued as much as my daughter. Right. And is, can, just like Jalen said in our other episode, can cry yeah. and show his emotions and be who he is. I want to make sure he has that equal space. I just want to make sure that my daughter has the same amount of space that he does. Yes. That's my, that's my goal, is that Salem's got his space and Selma has her space, and they're both equally valued for who they are. And I don't think that we're still at that point in our culture Not where a, that's the case. Um, and I know it will continue to get better. I know it will. I, I'm, I have to, like, I believe I'm, it will I'm a too. super optimist. Like I, yeah, I feel yeah. like it has to, I believe it will. I think that there's, you know, there's some bumps definitely in the road that we'll be facing, but ultimately we'll get there. Yeah. However, ultimately we'll get there where we are all treating each other with, with dignity and respect. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. But. So there's our Barbie. Thank <laughs> you up. for paying $25 to watch the Barbie oh, movie God. for me. Yes, it was research. It was research. Uh, audience, we, I would love to hear your comments on this. How do they comment, Vanessa? Can they... They, all they can do is email us or reply when we post on Facebook or Instagram, you know, that okay. we release this episode. You could reply on either one yes, of those. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. So you can follow us on Instagram at yep. Life on 10 yep. as well. I'm just curious. I would love to hear comments about this since this is such a popular movie that's causing so much energy. Yeah. All right, Life on Tenors, as always, live your life on 10, your 10. Bye-bye.